Good morning. It's time now for Pastor Lee Woods of the Flora Assembly of God Church, located at 730 Seminary Street in Flora. The Flora Assembly of God has Sunday school this morning at 930, the morning worship service at 1030. They have a 6 o'clock evening service tonight and a 7 o'clock Wednesday night Bible study. And now, here's Pastor Lee Woods. Praise the Lord. Good to be with you this morning. We thank the Lord. You're a little bit windy out there, you know. But we thank God for this. Uh, this is the day the Lord has made. <clears throat> and I will rejoice therein. Amen. Praise God. I'm going <clears> to <throat> kind of go back on um, the keys that would unlock God for you. Um, you. You may not have never thought of this, but there are certain things that uh, if we want God to move in our lives, certain things that we have to do uh, in order for God to move in our lives. So, so we're going to start right here, 1 Corinthians the ninth chapter, verse 25. Everyone who competes in the games goes into strict training. They do it to get a crown that will not last, but we do it to get a crown that will last forever. So everyone that uh, strive it for a mastery or to get in the game, uh, they have to have self-restraint in all things. Uh, there were, I, I guess, four major areas in which uh, the children of Israel were overcome and lost the presence and the power of God. And that was idolatry, that was fornication, that was tempting God and murmuring. Each one of these, I guess you could say, each one of these uh, can be overcome with temperance or self-control uh, or self-restraint, I guess you could say. Otherwise, the, let me say, the, these would be, be the fatal four in your life if, uh, if they have a hold of you. It, it is very uh, unlikely that believers are battling an urge to make, um, what, an image of a cow or to bow down before it. But Paul, he indicates um, a little bit different here. In Colossians, the third chapter, verse 5, he talks about uh, uh, this here. Have you got that script? Put, put to death, therefore, whatever belongs to your earthly nature, sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desires, and greed, which is idolatry. So Paul puts it this way. He says idolatry, it takes forms, different forms here. Uh, he said mortify, therefore, your members which are upon the earth, fornication, uncleanliness, inordinate ineffection, uh, evil desires, and, and covenants, which are, which are uh, idolatry. So uh, it, it comes down and, and kind of clarifies it, kind of brings it out. Uh, many Christians are involved in idolatry uh, in a sense that uh, they are serving or giving more of their affection to the things of, uh, other than God. I mean, we see it all the time. We look around and watch, or, watch people, and many Christians are involved in, in idolatry uh, in the sense of serving uh, things more than our God. Uh, whether, whether you look um, for work or whatever, 
um, enslaves you or keeps you in bondage, it's an idol. It, it could be many things. It could be, you know, you could name a lot of things, pride, uh, your job, your television, uh, or even your spouse. If you if you come before, I, I, I don't know how to put this, uh, if it comes before obeying the word of God, then it's an idol. I mean, think about it. So the second thing I find out, the, 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 uh, one of the members of the four was fornication, physical, spiritual, um, uh, a home, which uh, is, uh, you know, outside of um, marriage, uh, sex outside of marriage. Um, the, these are things that take a hold of a lot of people. And basically, it's going to destroy each and every one. Uh, we cannot, we, if we are a child of God, we cannot uh, have a relationship outside of God. Um, we are, um, what should I say, called to be a separate people. We keep the marriage whole as God wants them. Judge, God is going to judge these things. Spiritual fornication in the eyes of God is simply close relationship with the things of the world. So when we begin to look at things that take a hold of us more than the the things of God, then that's spiritual fornication. It's just uh, as bad as physical fornication. Uh, James 4.4 puts it this way. You adulterous people, don't you know that friendship with the world is hate, hatred to, toward God? Anyone who chooses to be a friend of the world becomes an enemy of God. Uh, who, whosoever, therefore, will be a friend of the world is an enemy of God. So, I mean, it narrows it down. The world's system and the way it operates is opposite to God's uh, way of operating. If you, if you line yourself up, with the world system, you are involved, actually you involve yourself with something in the in opposition uh, of our Lord. So we could go ahead and I guess you can name some things. We can either operate our finances according to the world's finances or the world system, or you can live the world's way or God's way. Uh, you know, it's kind of a choice. God's way we choose is to determine by what we focus our love on. First John 2, 15 and 17. I don't know where we had that at. Let's see. I think I have that here. You know, so he says, uh, uh, love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the pride of life, uh, these are not of the Father. Verse 7 says, And the world's passeth away, and the lust thereof, but he that doeth the will of God abideth forever. So, it comes down actually telling us if we are living for God and serving God, 
then we're going to make it in. Amen? Uh, when, when we allow these things to rule us, then it's going to destroy, going to destroy you um, in this, this world right now. But otherwise, let me say this. Everyone that takes a hold of the things of this world more uh, than we do God, they become an idol. They become, <clears throat> cause us to be separated from God. Amen. So the third, the third thing I guess you could say is tempting Christ. You say, how, how can I tempt Christ? To tempt Christ is speaking against God's ordained authority. We go, uh, actually, let's go another step. It, it's talking uh, and concerning against God's people. Uh, it says in, in uh, Numbers, I believe it is, 21, verse 5 and 6. I don't know where you have that one or not, but um, it says, And the people spake against God and against Moses, where ye brought us out of Egypt to die. In the wilderness, for there is no bread, neither is there water, and our souls loveth uh, this uh, light uh, bread. Otherwise, you know, they'd be getting manna from heaven, and they get into the place where they hated that. And the Lord uh, sent fiery serpents among the people, and the people uh, were bit, and, and many of them died. God, you know... <laughs> So many people actually murmur and complain and then in turn uh, destroy what God is doing. By speaking against God uh, or his designated leader, the, the children of Israel did this. But when they do this, there comes up a consequence. They died. So we... Uh, Turn to uh, read Galatians, the fifth chapter, verse 19, 21, I think. It says, The acts of the sinful nature are obvious, sexual immorality, impurity and debauchery, idolatry and witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambitions, disincessions, factions, and envy, drunkenness, orgies, and the like. I warn you... As I did before, that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. So pretty well narrows it down, doesn't it? I mean, it said, you know, you know if we um, go after the flesh, if we take a hold of uh, the things of this world, the uncleanliness, the lasciviousness, the idolatry, the witchcraft, the seditions, uh, uh, murderers, which uh, those who do these things are not going to inherit the kingdom of God. That's a choice. The Bible tells us that we are to choose this day. You say, well, Pastor, how can I do that? By taking and getting down on your knees and asking God, God, help me and forgive me of my sins. Come in my heart. Help me to serve you. We have to do this. If you want to make it in, and I believe we're living real close to the coming of the Lord. I believe that uh, what we're seeing in our world, the turmoil we're seeing in our United States here, the turmoil we're seeing, I believe that we're living real close to the coming of it. You say, well, I've heard that for all my life, but not in the situation that we have today. We are seeing more and more uh, up, 
uh, I guess, uh, things happening in a world that hasn't happened uh, over the years. And so, uh, in fact, I was thinking about the Middle East, how that uh, uh, the Middle East is kind of settling down and where they're having a, uh, where uh, we have Israel that's uh, uh, making uh, uh, actually a peace with uh, the countries around about and, and we're, we're seeing things happen today that we haven't seen happen. And I believe we're living real close to the coming of the Lord. Amen. So we need to begin to put our life in God's hand, begin to realize that God's going to see us through if we put him first. Amen. And then there's another one. People don't really think too much about the murmuring. Murmuring. You know, I, I, I you know, we, we got Hebrews, the... 13 chapter, verse 7, we got right there. Remember your leaders who spoke the word of God to you. Consider the outcome of their way of life and imitate their faith. So here we have the, the I guess, the fourth one, which is murmuring. Here we have the final one that, that uh, if we don't have self-control, we'll... we'll uh, destroy you we have to have self-control we have to be tempered in all these things murmuring complaining about circumstances and situations that apply pressure to the flesh man and cause him to become uncomfortable God help us we are not to operate on what we feel when it comes to our flesh you know one one of the worst things for a, a child of God, a person that's serving God, is allow the flesh to direct them, to dictate to them, to cause them to um, reach out and be negative on different things. That's the flesh. You say, where's that come from? It comes from Satan. He uses the flesh to destroy people and to destroy things. Murmuring, complaining about circumstance and situation that apply pressure to the flesh and causes him to become uncomfortable. This is the way Satan will operate in your life. Amen. First Corinthians 10, 10 chapter 10, this verse is, 10. And do not grumble, so as some of them did and were killed by the destroying angels. So that's pretty clear, isn't it? Is that neither murmur as some of them. Also, do not murmur. Because they're going to be destroyed. You say, well, nobody's that. It hasn't happened to me, but it will eventually if you murmur and complain. It is easy to fall into murmuring. I mean, you hear, <laughs> hear people all, all the time. Oh, I, I don't know why then. It, we, we can go into detail, and it, it would be sickening. It's easy to fall in the trap of murmuring. Uh, fall in the middle of uh, an assigned task or something like that, uh, murmuring will will not cause uh, the thing to be any easier. So why in the world do people want to murmur? Amen? It just makes uh, you feel worse, worse off. When you are tempted to complain, exercise temperance or self-control. Make your mouth and mind and place to line up with the Word of God. So it's a choice. It's a choice of you. 
So, you know, so we put this into God's hand. Help me, Lord, to be what you want me to be in every way. You have the responsibility. For the Word of God tells us that we're going to stand before Him and give account of our lives. It's a choice that we have to make. You say, well, Pastor, how can I uh, uh, allow these things to uh, be in my life to stop me from being a complaining or being doing some of these things that you just went through is commit your heart and life unto God. Say, God, help me to be what you want me to be. Let there be nothing in my heart or my life that would be against you. You need to do that right now. And we're going to close here. We thank God that we can do this. But Father, right now, as I pray, Father, I'm asking you to reach out and touch those lives. Let the hand of God be upon them. Lord, those, O oh God, that are caught up in these things, O oh Lord, that would destroy them in the name of Jesus right now. Sometimes, Lord, I, I, I think people think this is the only life they're living, but God, we got a life that's going to be eternal. Lord, and so help us to be what you want us to be because, Lord, we cannot live and be what you want us to be if we do not turn our life over to you. Right now, God, forgive those that are reaching out to you in the name of Jesus, in Jesus' name right now. Touch them, Lord. Thank you, Father. You've been listening to Pastor Lee Woods of the Flora Assembly of God Church, located at 730 Seminary Street in Flora. Sunday school is at 930 this morning. The morning worship service, including a children's service, is at 1030, a 6 o'clock evening service tonight, and a 7 o'clock Wednesday night Bible study.